Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? My name is Jace Harley, and you're rocking with Live from the Dirt. Live from the Dirt, live from the Grime, life of a Judd. Live from the Dirt, live from the Grime, life of a Judd. Live from the Dirt, live from the Grime, life of a Judd. Yeah, yeah. What's up, everybody? Yo, like I said, my name is Jace Harley. My friends call me Jay, my mother call me Jason, but you could call me 201-690-1989. Again, that's 201-690-1989. On today's episode, today's podcast, whatever you want to call it, I sat down earlier this week with some of the homies. I had uh, my homie Jay Troop at Vegans in the Hood. We had at Rose Heart Music come through. I sat down with Jessica Napolitano and, of course, the homeboy of homeboy skis hype hype w came through and uh you know we, we spoke about food we spoke about culture we spoke about relationships so we're gonna get into that a little bit later how's everybody doing text me about some of your problems this week you know maybe something's going on in with your job with your relationship you know uh some new movies you've seen or whatever and we'll address it on this podcast i'll talk about it um, you know, I show love to everybody. I like to shout everybody out. I appreciate y'all listening. You know, again, the number is 201-690-1989. Let's get it. We are now live in the dirt, ladies and gentlemen. I wanted to address something for all my freelancers out there. First and foremost, you know, I'm a musician. I'm an artist. I'm, I'm a content creator. So, you know, I always like to talk to my content creators, all my, my like-minded people out there. You know, I just wanted to say, when I'm not doing music or Jace Harley work, um, I'm doing freelancing, I'm also doing consulting work, teaching artists how to become their own brand. So, one of the things I wanted to address is uh, my segment, marketing and promotional do's and don'ts for artists. The problem for most of us is, you know, the fact that where a lot of us just aren't business-minded. We hate the business aspect. We don't want to do the business aspect, and we'd rather hire somebody else to do that shit. And initially, it just doesn't work like that. You know, we're not going to actually, like, find somebody to do a bunch of work for us when we haven't put in the necessary work for ourselves. Whether it's drafting emails, which I fucking hate, you know, you're going to have to do the things that you hate to do. Starting off... And that's why I created the seven online do's and don'ts. So for the first episode of Live from the Dirt, you know, I'll get into uh, my number one with each upcoming episode. I'll touch on an additional part of my seven online do's and don'ts. So number one, do it for the fans, not the corporations. In other words, don't do any promotions or marketing with the primary goal of getting noticed by a bigger brand. That can be a goal, it's something to achieve later, but be sure to always make building a larger fan base your primary goal. It's the most important thing. You have to create a real and loyal following. Your fan base will keep you paid as long as you keep them happy. Understand that. You have to keep the people happy. Don't just do shit just because you like to do it. You're not, are you making music for yourself or are you making music for the people? Because if you're making music for yourself, then that's just a hobby. If you're making music for the people, you're becoming a professional. You're becoming, uh, you know, you're becoming a brand. And the brand is about the people. The people have to love what you do. Deals fall through and record labels shelf artists all the time. But a true fan will always support you when you put them first. So cater to them. I cater to the people. 
This is for the people. I love you all. I couldn't do this without y'all. It's a cycle. I feed the people, the people feed me. It, it's ongoing and it's a beautiful thing. Another reason to keep your fans first is because in the end, once you have a large enough fan base, as a business owner, a freelancer, you can use that as leverage to get noticed by larger brands. For example, if you want to get your t-shirts noticed by Nike, if you sell a thousand t-shirts, Nike has more of a reason to holler back at you versus, you know, you just making something and then hopefully Nike takes an interest in what you do. You know, the same thing goes for musicians. Record labels want to make sure that an artist is marketable before they sign them. They want to make sure you have a following. Like, how many streams are you getting online? Does anybody actually give a fuck about the music that you make? You know, they want to make sure that there's an established interest in what you're doing. And all companies, big and small, the smart ones, they measure that according to how large your fan base is. Occasionally, a person might stumble upon some, you know, a company that's up and coming that just has a bunch of money or some money they, they're willing to spend because they're desperate and they have no clue what they're doing. That's the exception, not the rule. Don't count on that. Don't ever count on the exception happening. If the exception happens, then congratulations. That's fucking amazing, that's awesome. But we don't start out hoping for the exception. We cater and implement strategy according to the rule, the science. And then whatever anomalies pop up along the way, we can adjust from there. Hit me with your feedback, 201-690-1989. Let me know what you think, what's worked for you, what hasn't worked for you. Maybe you have some questions, any way I can help, let me know. Feel free to email me as well, business at jaceharley.com. Hit me with like, you know, let me know how, how, how everything's going for your business. Maybe you have some tips and, and, and tricks that you learned along the way that you'd like to share with the people. So moving along, um, I said uh, earlier that I spoke with my good friend Jay Troop at Vegans in the Hood. Also had my homegirl Rose Hart in the building. We spoke about, you know, good food, healthy eating habits. Lifestyle shit, so we about to get into that. You're tuned in. Thanks for tuning in. Live in the dirt. Got Rose Hart in the building. Yeah. J True. Vegans in the whole one time. In the building right now. We're here in Fresh Fusion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, one of our biggest initiatives right now is Better Hoods and Gardens, where we're trying to teach kids to control their food supply. Nice, right? yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about food supply. And, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, my lifestyle is a vegan lifestyle. You know, yeah. I've been vegan you know, a while now. It's going on nine years and uh, 18. Um, Dope. So, Congrats, you know, bro. just my, thank you, bro. So just my, my, my focus is just a little different. I just feel like the mm -hmm. first culture was agriculture. Mm. So agriculture has been taken away from us because they don't want us healthy, right? They don't want us to be kind of unhealthy and depending on the man. So they really want you on drugs. If they're not giving you the food, they're giving you the drugs. Prescription drugs. Prescription, Prescription drugs, drugs. Yeah. Let's, let's make that they want you sick. So yeah. the food basically makes you, the food makes you sick because the food ain't no good for you. Boom. And then they, they, they double profit off you. They sell you the Boom. bullshit. Then they get you sick and then they sell you medicine, help you move along. And so, the one medicine that could help you, weed. 
Wow. Vegan Rose, drug. That was dope segue. You know, I don't want to be uh, Donald Downer, but you know, my, my pops, <laughs> my pops passed away from cancer. And at the time that we could have saved him, we could have got him marijuana. We could have helped, helped him with this whole yeah. process. And if it, the minimum pain relief. It was the minimum. The bare minimum it could have yeah. been pain relief. So it's like, for me, it's like they really don't want to save people. They, they you know, you're telling people person they can't get on, uh, you know, medical marijuana for a year and a half. They have to get on a list yeah. and they're stage four cancer patient at this point. What was we, your turning point nine years ago? What was the thing that made you? So my pops was, he's been vegan for a long time. He's been vegan since the 70s and just living with him different parts of my life, I was exposed to just veganism. So when I was actually able to like process it and say, yeah, you know what, like, I don't wanna eat animals. Mm. I don't wanna, I, you know, I, I, I get this lifestyle and I wanna transition into it. That was kind of my, my turning point, just to say, I'm done. You know, I'm done. You're tuned in to Live from the Dirt. That was J Troop, Vegans in the Hood with a Z. Check him out on Instagram, Twitter, Anchor. He has a dope podcast. Go check that out. You know what I'm saying? Go show the homie some love. Shout out to Rose Hart. Check out her music at Rose Hart Music on Instagram. So moving along, um, give me your questions, comments, and feedback on the last segment of the podcast. What do you, what do you eat? What are you into? What kind of lifestyle changes do you think you need to make for better health? What have you experienced in your life? 201-690-1989. Text me. Let me know. Let me know what kind of things y'all are dealing with out there, you know? We live in the dirt. This is this is real people. This is real shit. It's real life. It's none of the glitz and the glamour. It's not about how many Ferraris you buy, how many chains you got. It's not about any of that. It's real life. It's real people. It's real circumstances. You know, I do music. I do my multimedia. For me, it's not about being a celebrity. It's not about being famous. It's not about trying to get people to glorify me. What it's about is giving back to the community, giving back to the people, feeding the people, knowledge, education. We all help one another. We all build up one another. That's what this is about. That's why we're going live from the dirt. Next up, I had my homie Hype W come through and he bought through his homie Keenan. I had the beautiful Jessica Napolitano in the building. And, you know, we all discussed a few different things. We had some topic cards and, you know, we had some fun conversations. So about to get into that segment. Thank you for rocking with me. Make sure you make sure you subscribe to this on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Anchor. Follow me on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Just type in Jace Harley. J-A-S-E-H-A-R-L-E-Y. I appreciate y'all rocking with the movement. We all American heathens here. Shout out to my heathens. Hit me up. We're about to get into this next part. Do you like just when when a man takes control and shows you things? And do you feel like you uh, you have to take the lead sometimes, or would you rather take a back seat? Like how how do you feel about that? How do you, how, everyone here, how do you guys feel about about letting a woman take the letting, lead? Le letting a woman take control, and then you having to take control all the time? Yeah, yeah you go first. Yeah, okay, do you like when a man? Do you like when a man leads? Yes, absolutely. I think um, a man, you know, 
A good man is a leader. I like an alpha male, personally. I, I do, I like an alpha male, like a man that can, you know, make decisions and take control, but at the same time, I don't, I don't like when that man goes overboard with it. You know, What's I think there should, be, there should be um, overboard, like, you not going out the house and trying to tell me what to do. You know, like, <laughs> you're not my father, but at the same time, I think you should have, you know. Be daddy, but don't be daddy. Be, be daddy, <laughs> but don't be father. I think there should be a balance. Sometimes, it's, I, I find it sexy when a woman takes it. And, and absolutely, so I, I definitely agree. But for the most part, do you like to be in control? Um, yeah. And take the lead, yeah. you know, so we're going here, we're doing yeah, this. Yeah, I want to, yeah. I, like I feel this. like most men, you know, I like to like drive, I want to be in control, I want to... A lot of women want men to take charge, you know, be chivalrous. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, give me my space. Like, I'm a woman. Yes. I'm independent. Why can't I? It's like, you get, I feel like it's both. either or. You no. can't be like, no, no you can't be no. like, to, you know, pay pay for all my meals, take me out, be daddy, do everything. No. But at the same time, I'm going to do whatever I want, whenever I want. Like, nah, I, like, like it's yeah. not exactly true, right. True, but true. I feel like that's but I, you know, I think that's just the current atmosphere. What, like, what we're living standard. in. It is a double standard. For majority of things, I feel like a man should take the lead. Like, so why do you guys. feel like why do you feel like a man should take the lead? Financially, I feel like like we were talking about this before, and I was saying, you know, a man should be the first one to offer to pay for things. The woman, he knows the woman has it. I feel like he should always offer. Mm -hmm. As a man, you should always offer to pay. What can that man tell you how to run your life in certain ways? What job to go for? No, what? absolutely not. But you want him to take take control of things financially. I want him to be a man. But okay, but do you understand financially for a lot of people, it's not just money. It's not just throwing money on the table. It's actually saying what goes in the household. Where do you work? What What are you doing? You're gonna stay at home with the kids. What are you gonna do financially? So would you would you let a man stay be a stay at home dad while you worked? Yes, absolutely, why not? <laughs> if he's good at it. If he's better than me at it. Would you have an issue being a stay-at-home dad? <clears throat> Absolutely. You would? Absolutely. I don't think you could do that. Just an icon. The reason why is because I know that woman would use that as leverage to <laughs> shit on me every possible <laughs> no, chance she had. Yes. Only because that it would just affect the power dynamic within the household and she would that that woman would treat I feel like a woman would treat a man like shit mm -hmm. if he wanted to do if if there was a role reversal as far as stereotypes go. I'd be willing to try that shit. <laughs> I'd be willing to try. <laughs> if I if I feel like I'm getting belittled, then you know just switch it back around. <laughs> yeah, we're back and live from the dirt. Let me know what y'all thought about that last one. It's a little hot in here that day. <laughs> Men and women, you know, we're so different, but we we're all very adamant about what we want in relationships. And it causes for a lot of debate, a lot of arguments in relationships. You know, the, the shit that I make music about. <laughs> it's funny, it's funny. Just listening back, it's like, oh shit. So let me know what y'all think. Comments and concerns, just your thoughts. 201 690 1989. I'll be talking about that 
next time I'll address this again in the, in the upcoming episodes you know I want to hear your feedback text me your thoughts we're gonna have fun with this so thank y'all for vibing with me today follow me on Instagram at Jace Harley follow me on Twitter at Jace Harley Media check me out on Anchor share this please share this with your friends share this with your family share this with your your significant other i would like to know what your significant other thinks about the dynamic between men and women in relationships and would you be cool being a stay-at-home dad or as a woman would you be cool with your significant other being a stay-at-home father or you being the primary breadwinner in the relationship I guess it gets difficult when it comes to money. It, it's a it's a rough it's a rough conversation for a lot of people to have. A lot of men aren't comfortable being in a you know we place money at the forefront a lot of the time. Not on purpose. I don't think people are just naturally just greedy assholes about things. But family has a huge part to play in that. You know your mom or your dad's definitely gonna talk shit. If you're not pulling in the money or your man isn't pulling in enough money And there's a lot of peer pressure that goes into relationships A lot of outside stimuli have a negative effect on relationships, man Let's just be real Like, it's just not, it's not just two people all the time Let me know what y'all think Text me Hit me up, follow me All that good shit Thanks for tuning in. This has been Live from the Dirt, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Jace Harley, 201-690-1989. That is the number. Call me. Text me anytime. My album out on iTunes, Amazon, streaming online, Apple Music, Pandora, Spotify, Free Porn, Memoir of an American Heathen, out now. Between the lines, go take a listen to that. I appreciate y'all. Until next time.